Welcome to Saka. Erupting blunt launcher. Joy Then you've got like African American Peter Parker in space, and you've got like. <laughs> There's a battle happening between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, and then you see Jar Jar run by and get shot in the back. And that's it! <laughs> sack up, sack up, sack up! I am Steve, and with me here today... Addison Waldo! Kenneth Sack up, nerds. Welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. And I'm Cam. One, two, three. America! Fuck, fuck yeah! Winning the fucking international! <laughs> America! <laughs> Take fuck that Chinese yeah. soda! Fuck you, China! Yeah. EG, EG are the champions of the international 2015 TI5, taking home $6 million. Plus. In, yeah, plus. Like 6.6. 6.2. Cash money! Is it cash? No, it'll be like a check. It'll be a large cardboard <laughs> make, check. Make it rain. Yeah. It'll be. I, I, I don't know how they do that. Like when they pay out that much money to somebody. It's wired. To it's them. a wired transfer. Yeah, probably a wired. Like it's a big. You can't actually like write, write someone a, check. a check for that much. money. I bet you could. Uh, it, well, the they, bank will audit that though. Yeah, for because sure. It's bigger. It's a bigger like debit than ten thousand dollars or whatever the the thing is. Oh, they changed their. This is their main site oh, for okay. Liquipedia, and then it has all the Poor Team that Liquid they have. with a Dota 2 site and yet no Dota 2 team. I know. I miss the Liquid Smash team. <laughs> the Liquid they were the best. Does Liquid even like exist anymore? Yeah. Liquid exists in... No, so they actually merged with Curse, um, and now and they absorbed all of Curse's teams, so they have a LoL team and a, and a Counter-Strike team now. Well, but they're not a Dota team? Not a Dota team. Wow, anymore. bullshit. Yeah, their Dota team dissolved, and they just didn't get back into it, but hopefully they will. So, look at that. I don't know if I got any points on my compendium for predicting correctly that EG won. Yeah, so uh, EG took it, which was awesome, and Team Secret out in the... In what round? The f- In round three? No, round... Yeah, round three. Round three of the lower racket knocked out by Virtus Throw of all teams. Well, to be fair, VP played like the games of their life there. Yeah. It was bad drafting. So we just had bad drafting. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've they've done, you know, people have been talking about EG's one of the few teams in Dota that actually plays against the other team instead of playing against the meta, right? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) they don't try and like frame their picks in terms of, I need to get these super powerful heroes or whatever. They're just like, even if you pick a good hero, which they showed when they, I think it was Ehome where they let, or which, or they let C-Deck C-Deck where they let Shrek twice. twice and they just fucking ruined them. Yeah. Well, they won, just, they won the second game with Lesh. won the second game with Lesh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they still won overall. They ruined them in that they won. I'm hyperbolic by nature. <laughs> but. Yeah, but they, it was, uh, so let's just talk about EG and their run and everything. So you guys did not pick EG to win at all. You, you thought uh, I mean, maybe second place. 
I was hoping I to see an EG Secret Grand Finals because that would have been the fucking dream. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, it would have been Artesia and Zai against their old teammates. It would have been S4 going in for a second TI5 win, which we still don't have a single repeat winner for TI5 in, a, in either player or team. Yeah, that's not surprising, but it's... I it's... feel like it kind of is, to be honest. Like, with how many actually Tier 1 teams there are, there's actually really few that are the super all-star teams. Yeah. You would think that Pigeonhole Principle eventually... (laughs) One of them them would hit, yeah. (laughs) But I guess technically the teams sort of... Just by changing up their player composition or teams just completely stop being teams or they become teams, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like in a lot of times in other sports, like, talent time tends to, like, like coalesce and get together. I feel like in Dota, talent always disperses. I feel like very rarely is it a good team stays together for very long, you know? Yeah, especially yeah, especially in well, Beer's like been EG. Beer's been bleeding blue since blue could be bled. Uh, you can have well, you can old. have like one or two people that stay but on you the don't team. Have and, a whole team. But it's like you never have like four people repeat on a team. Well, part of the problem though is a lot of these people are really young. Like Zai is possibly well, leaving just because she's going to school because he's fucking eighteen high years old. Yeah, like it's kind of I don't know. It's hard to retain. And, and I mean, people do just move around, you know, like No Tail and uh, whoever else was on Secret. They just kind of move to go to C Nine. Like, well, sometimes it's like kind of moves. Sometimes it's just kicked off. Like, well, you never no know. No Tail didn't get kicked. They just like Secret S Four really wanted Arteezy, but Arteezy and I were a package deal, so they had to get rid of No Tail and uh, whoever else was on there. I can't remember, but yeah, it was. If nothing else, we can safely say that this the games this TI were like fucking. They were phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, that was they were they were really awesome. I had I mean I pegged EG to win it from the beginning, and EG has has been to the international. Uh, I don't know how many times, but they. I didn't even know they had a team. EG. Yeah. Yeah they they've been to the minor tournaments, major tournaments. No, go to the bottom one. There's the thing that's complete results in. In any tournament, that one. Uh, well, it's probably just majors though that we want. Premiers. Ti five. They were at Ti four. I know they were. It says Ti four. They were right in there. Ti four, yeah. So they've been in two. They've been in two of them. And last year they got. Uh, well, I, think, I feel like they've been in more. They than got that. third in, in last year's Ti. Yeah, so they've... I've like I felt like they could definitely make it this year. And with some of the changes with with Sumail coming in, I thought that losing Arteezy and Zai was going to be a big a big blow to them. And I was impressed by them bringing in Sumail and uh, the other guy that they brought in. Who well, what was Zai playing Zai on EG cool before player. he left? Um, because. He was playing P4. So he was the offlaner then. Yeah. Or no, he was just no. farming support. Yeah. And then they and they brought in um what's their current squad? Who well they, they got I remember Croaky used to be the carry, actually. Yeah, Croaky was the carry and apparently he was fucking YOLO terrible yeah. at it, like most levels of throw. <laughs> yeah, so they picked up uh Aoi two thousand and Sumail and it's it, I was really impressed by like how well they did. I mean Sumail is like a he is he's a, a very good mid. Yeah, he's I, really well, he was really, good really later, good. but he actually like wasn't that great in the qualifiers. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, but that was his first. That. That was, like, well, that was all the games he's never played. Well, he played on the tournaments too. Other no, only one other one. He just but like they he like lost them the summit. Yeah, 
Well, exactly. and I think they were instead of kicking him, they're just like, "You need to tone your shit down," because he he's also very YOLO. Like, <laughs> how many times did we see him try like single target with a storm spirit into three people? Yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh shit!" And then just run away. Has to run away. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm really really happy that EG won. I it's fine. It's great because this is the first truly like American victory for Dota because we've had Western teams that have won, but we've never had a North American team win. Uh, win TI and even like I don't know when the last time an American anything won a huge esports event like uh, EG won um, they won the Dota DAC yeah Dota DAC AC championships yeah. which was huge yeah well I think that's like the the biggest Dota thing in China yeah 1.2 million dollars yeah. they made a combined 7.8 million dollars from those events alone not including all the yeah. other placements and other events this year <laughs> 7 million dollars this year yeah <laughs> That's that is more than a million dollars per person. That's so it's it's great to see them up top, and I I don't know I was just super excited to see that. So let's talk about Team Secret, the one that everyone thought was going to make it, and didn't. well, I totally could have, but they just drafted so badly. Like S <laughs> four also played like shit. Well, S four yeah. played great at the throughout the group stages and at the beginning of the main event, but I feel like he just. Got went on tilt really well, he hard. He was drafting them too, so yeah. Which they should have let Puppy draft because he's a lot more PPD ish than S four is. S four just I just I'll never understand the anti beige ban. Like that's just that didn't like make that any yeah that, that moment. Them, but yeah, you could have banned Storm Spirit. Why not ban Storm Spirit in that situation? Why do you guys think that's that? Yeah, well, especially because statistically that is the hero that like kicked them out of the international. They yeah. lost two good storms out of the winner's bracket. They lost two good storm out of lower brackets. So. Do you think it's because they would have had to have risk, risk giving... Well, no, they wouldn't. They would have... Well, the other team could have grabbed AM. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been... I was thinking for some reason Burning would have AM, but he wouldn't because he's an LGB. That's the thing. That's yeah. Making they def- just weren't very smart. Like, they, they definitely were like, well, we're just going to draft what we want to draft and we'll beat you. But, like, yeah, like the one draft, they showed their three cores immediately. And so the other team, it was like... A Shadow Fiend and AM and something else. Dazzle, not a They chose Dazzle. No, no, that wasn't the game. There was a game where they straight up chose all three cores, like very, yeah, three, uh, three uh, first picks. Yeah. like AM something or else. Something. Yeah, and it was like the other team was just had the rest of their draft to like shut those heroes down. So, what do you guys think about the importance of the drafting stage? Is like, like how important is it in, in determining the entire game? Obviously, the heroes you pick. They can counter each other, and like you want to pick decent heroes that that, that work so well together. Choice. But what do you guys? What, in your opinion, is the strategy behind drafting, and and how heavily do you think it affects the game overall? Well, I mean, everyone has their own style, right? Like, you can either draft two picks that you're comfortable with, and just hope that you have enough that don't get banned out that you that synergize well that you can win. You can counter pick, right? Like. Techies was the counter pick. Whenever, whenever like complexity or secret ran into something they didn't understand, and Techies was banned, they're like, "Well, fuck you! Like, it's <laughs> gonna make this game terrible for you." Yeah, and it worked well for them. But I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like the you can't like outright lose the game in the ban stage, but you can put yourself at a severe disadvantage. And at that point, like it does come down to skill. And while Secret has some of the most skilled players individually, it seemed like they're came a point where their team cohesion was just not conducive to winning. Yeah. And they can't find Storm Spirit because they don't pick against him. Yeah. He's easily shut down by one hero and they banned it. So. What about you, Ken? What about you? what do you think about the importance of the drafting phase? I think it's pretty important. I mean, 
But I kind of agree with Addison. It's not the end all be all. Like, I think the big thing with like you kind of you either need to draft. Uh, it only matters like I feel like the drafting like that one against EGC deck when they chose the Broodmother last. Yeah, like that just threw everything off. Like when you throw in picks like that, that can really screw something up. But like, it's really rare. I don't know. It's it's. I, I just don't think it matters too much unless you really just go way out of the way, you know? Like, but I think if you do it right, you can have, like, a slight advantage in the draft, but really it comes down to playing. I mean... At the pro level, I think right? it's more important <laughs> almost for the bans than it is for the draft, because I think, like, what you ban is what allows you to determine what the other team plays. I think yeah. it's more important to ban out the other team's weaknesses, and, like, that's why, like, Secret just didn't care. Secret was just like, well, we'll just whoever we want to choose. We don't care who you get. So I feel like they played every game at like a disadvantage. Yeah. A they they chose Shadow Fiend Dazzle like every time. Yeah, which is their losingest combination. Yeah, they, didn't they didn't win, win a single game with Shadow Fiend in the main event. Yeah. In fact, not many people won with Shadow Fiend. He had like a, a 20% win rate or something. Like, yeah, I never liked the Shadow Fiend games. I mean, you saw like every single game the Shadow Fiend played, he was always like the top farmer, like the top grossing person. That doesn't mean shit when you he don't just have can't, any. He just can't carry a team. Ultimately. That's just a for him. Hmm. I don't like Shadow Fiend at all. And he's, he's, he's just boring. Yeah. He's, he's just like a right-click hero. Like, get your souls up and then right-click stuff down. And, like, he's he's fun to play in pubs because you can wreck people with him if you know how to farm and know how to play him really well. Like, I watched I watched a, a player once play, I think, it was, I think it was Sing Sing, played Shadow Fiend, and he had, like, plus 700 damage between his items and his souls. And he was like... <laughs> he was just going in, like, three-shot yep. heroes and stuff. But... Yeah, he's not. He's but not all it super takes is great. one thing that can control through BKB, and he's fucked. Yeah. You know, Winner's Curse or or Anti Mage with a Basher or something like. And I feel like yeah. he. I feel like he loses. He he is has a big weakness in that if he dies at all, he loses souls. Well, it's and so has easy to, to get back. souls back though. You yeah. just go to three jungle camps, and you'll you know you'll have like all his biggest weakness is that he back. just is he can get kited. Yeah, yeah, you can just be like, I'm, I'm going to wait your BKB. Well, no, I guess, like, if they had teams that were good at stunning people, but they never put stuns around their Shadow Fiends. They never had, like, the the, the game that EG won against C-Deck, or, not C-Deck, the Virtus Pro, was the game where they had, like, Alina and an Earthshaker, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and a Darkseer, so they just had, like... like the Wombo with They just had, like, <laughs> really good control, whereas, or, no, there's a Tusk in there, it wasn't a Darkseer, it was, like, a Tusk. So they just had all this control, right? So if you have a Shadow Fiend then, they didn't have it that game. But if they did have a Shadow Fiend, then yeah, then you can just let your Shadow Fiend like, right-click everyone down when they're stunned. Yeah. They would choose a, a team with Shadow Fiend and then have no one that can stun around yeah, them. Yeah, the only stun they'd have is level 4 Poison Touch on Dazzle. Yeah. Where people just have to run the stun out and then they get stunned. And it's so, like, like, you know, as long as you jump the Shadow Fiend, there's just no way to turn that fight, you know? Yeah. He's, I don't know. I don't like Shadow Fiend. But then this meta seemed to be filled with a lot of, like, not interesting... Like, Gyro, I find to be not interesting at all. He's fucking needs a nerf really bad, I feel Well, like. it's because you saw the same heroes so often. Well, it's so not even times. that. It's just... The, the the big picks of for heroes that came out were, like, who can fight through BKBs or, or really well with them, and who's going to be able to, like, man-fight really early. That's why they picked Gyro. It's because yeah. you just get three levels in Rocket Barrage and you can fuck anybody until, like, minute 25. And then you just get items and you can right-click anyone. You know? <laughs> like, exactly. But that's not... I don't know. It wasn't very interesting to me. But then, yeah, there is the problem of seeing the same, like, 
Like, look at that. Lena got picked 25 times. There's only, like... Is my <laughs> Like, 20 sets in the whole... Like, I don't know. I feel so, like she was 100% pick banned for this turn. She was. Yeah. So, let's... So, I mean, looking at the stats, what did you guys have for most banned and most picked? I had Quam. Yeah, most post, banned Quam. was... Well, I, think, I think I had... Our most banned? Most, most banned, banned was Lesh. Which was... Yeah, I had Lesh. Too. I had Lesh, too. So, well, I mean, I didn't I didn't do the companion thing, unfortunately, but I picked oh, Lesh. I did the companion. Yeah. So, Lesh, and Lesh was banned 34 times. Not a surprise at all. He was banned the entire time. I think he played five games the entire event. I think it was, and, like, yeah, five or three. Um, but, was, but was banned every single time. So, we'll be seeing a, a nerf for him, definitely, because... I saw, <laughs> but will we, though? No one really got to see him play the Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> true. You can't ban him if you can't see how stupid he is, right? Yeah, what did you guys have for most picked? I had Quap, actually. Quap. You had Quap? Just from looking at the qualifiers when everyone was picking and it was, there was a lot pick of every game. Yeah. But I had... You took Tom as Alina? Yeah, Lena sick. took top with twenty five. I'm Who trying was second. To, uh, Dazzle was sixteen. Good Dazzle. Wait, Quap wasn't chosen more than Dazzle. No, it, Quap was chosen Lina, fifteen times. Lena, Dazzle, and Dankseer. Dankseer, yeah, and Dazzle Dankseer are, and Dazzle tied. Are tied, and then Quap got fifteen. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who I had. I had most picked. It wasn't Lena for sure. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really chose a most pick. I think I chose less. I had less in my mind as most picked and banned. Like, he was the hero people would fight over. Instead, he got banned the entire event and barely got played. Yeah. So Well, because he's broken. Like, it's almost impossible to land against Lesh with the way Lightning is now. It's such yeah. a strong spell. And he has enough mana to spam it in lane. So he's just like, by the way... I'll take that CS and fuck you. I'll take that CS and fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. And then pop a clarity. I and think, then... But I actually think Lesh had a losing win rate. In the main event. Probably because uh, of the five games he played, he lost. So two of those were again were in the EGC deck set. And which was one win, one loss. Which was one win, one loss. LGD let whoever they be in the bottom. I think it was Virtus Pro has them. Yeah, let him win. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. It's two to one at least right there. Which is a winning one, right? No, like... The, they they, they, they LGD oh, won. LGD won, LGD won against let, the people they let Lesh. That seemed to be a common thing. Is like everyone fought over Lesh. Like if you were, if you were first pick... You had to ban Lesh. You just if you had first ban. ban. Like <laughs> it was almost like it was almost a foregone conclusion. But the thing is, is when they let Lesh through, it actually wasn't. He wasn't that strong. Well, because you. The thing is, you can fight Lesh in lane, but you would just have to fuck him, right? You have yeah. to have. I just. A I just think it was because the teams that let him through were really good. It's not that Lesh was bad, but just the yeah. teams that let him through were like, well, we don't. We don't care who you play. We well, no, that's what I'm it. saying. It's like Lesh can be dealt with, but you have to be. Like in in a competitive setting, you just have to be better, right? You have to to take away his strengths by just having more strength than him. Having a bounty hunter, whoa! <laughs> yeah, fuck bounty hunter. Yeah, but the, bounty uh, hunter had the highest uh, win rate in TI five. One game out of like twelve. Bounty hunter. I'm gonna start playing bounty hunter support. Bounty so hunter is just, just not a support to me, but he's Robinson's bounty hunter support all the time. No, well, I know that he can play as a support, but well, the reason why he's good at support is because he gets money. Yeah, you can yeah, get your own. Didn't. You don't need to rely like the reason why I think Bunny Hunter is so good and why like the Shadow Fiend was so bad is because the Shadow Fiend is actually very much like a four protect one kind of game thing, where like the Shadow Fiend would be super farmed and super strong, but because he farms so well, he would take all the farm and, his, and no one else. Yeah. The rest of his team would suck. Whereas I feel like Bunny Hunter is the type of hero where all like. When you play with a bounty hunter, all the supports get money. So your supports have like Goomer capes. Your supports have four staffs. Your supports have like solar crests. 
And that's what turns those battles, is that even though your carry is, like, super strong, the other team has all these really good supports. Yeah. Well, and it's it's the... Uh, I saw this being talked about on Reddit, but it's... You know, it turns that two-for-two two trade into just the most unfair thing ever, right? Whoever has Bounty Hunter on their team, even those little pickoffs at the beginning, if you manage to kill one in retaliation, you just got two heroes worth of gold for one kill. You know? if, like, if, you, if he tracks them, which he should be. Well, but the thing is, tracks cooldown is so low, and its mana is so low, that you, in, in like a 30-second fight, you can track everybody. Yeah, and then your shuriken bounces to everybody, <laughs> and when they die, you get you know a trillion gold per kill. So. Does shuriken have bounce? Shuriken yes. bounces Everyone two tracked targets ah, within a certain nice. radius of each person that's bouncing. Pro tip: Lane Bunny Hunter. If you track somebody and they're too far for your shuriken, but there's an enemy creep nearby, it will bounce throw your shuriken still. to the enemy creep. It'll bounce the track. Yeah. I think we saw Nature's Prophet played once. Maybe once. Well, that, it was when well. he literally just TP'd the fountain to kill the courier, and then they <laughs> lost the game because Nature's Prophet sucks. But Evidently, if you... Were you the one told us if you smoke and you TP into the fountain, the fountain won't detect yep. you? If you're smoked that are invisible in any way, the fountain... Well, no, it's smoke because smoke doesn't get broken. Um, like, you can't lose the invis, so, unless there's a hero within 1200, but... Yeah, you can. That's how you can get your gem back. It's just smoke and either wisp relocate or uh, nature's profit TP in the fountain and just get the gem. And, or if it's on the courier, just kill the courier and get the gem. In the place. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um. So memorable plays, things you liked from so from the the last part of the main event. What what stuck out to you guys? What was your guys' favorite part in general? Well, memorable moments, thing, memorable matches. I don't matches. know if you actually went back and watched the grand final game, but seeing that Echo slam in the Roche pit just ruined... That dunk. Six million yeah, dollar dunk. Like, it's, that is just the play. Cause he, and it, it was so perfectly timed, too, because he literally blinked in just as the AA alt was hitting. And so the AA alt hits, he does his Echo slam, and everyone just shatters. Oh, man, it was fucking crazy. Let's see if we have it here. Yeah, just... Oh, great. You don't have ad block. For some reason, it's not any... Nope. Oh, I haven't installed it after I've my computer nope. since then. So, yeah, they're in Roche. Yeah. It's lag. You can see all of them are there. AA's creeping. AA's like, fuck you. By the way, alt... <laughs> 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 he killed it's four people by white. himself. And so then the, the the PLS. Then the thing is, you look at the uh, the itemization. Like PL's basically done. Like he's almost as far as he's going to go. Sans selling his wand for something. Yeah. But they this fight just sealed the deal. They couldn't do anything. It was so sick. Yeah. <laughs> but that was really the only play from the games that I saw from the the later half of the main event that really stood out to me. To be honest. Yeah. Even just, like, games that you liked watching or teams that you were excited about seeing. Or surprises that you saw. Well, the problem... Like, I think when C-Deck did that first 2-0, I guess LGD, I think it was... Yeah, that was pretty shocking. No one was expecting that. They played that game really fucking well. Yeah, C-Deck really came out of nowhere. They were the darkest of horses. Yeah, look and see. Shiki was the second highest uh, murderer. Yeah. He had 11 kills per game on average over the main event. And then... Uh, the ne- aggressive was 607 GP. See, here's what I don't understand. 
Navi barely played any games for the main event, but Host has a 722 GPM average for the main event. Because yep. they played one game and lost, but he just got so much he's money. Because he said, the funny thing is that you talk about his throws, but he had a 722 GPM average. Like, but then the he best. runs in by himself into a team, gets raped, yeah. and then his, the rest of his team's like, well, we'll run in by myself as well. So they played like in a pub? That's what you see wow, in pubs all the time. That's what you see in Russian Dota. Yeah. <laughs> so. It wasn't the main event, but I still, honestly, that secret game where like the Enchantress got jumped. God, that, that was, was so That sick. was probably just the most yeah, epic like counterplay I've ever game. seen in my life. Yeah. You should look that up because that was that t- was like perfect execution. I can't, who were they playing when they did that? That was in the the group stage. Yeah, I have no idea, but they just, and he was playing anime, Artiz was playing anime in that game. It was, it was just ridiculous. Um, let's see. Um, just so oh, you honestly, okay. You know what? No, the, the, the biggest so one was um. Oh shit! Was it EG? Put secret in the. Line. It was a team they're playing, and basically they were gonna get wrecked. And what happened was this. I think it was this like C deck EG, but the team had Husk or Tusk, and the the one team like had like a perfect initiation. And it was to the point where, like, this other team, like, they were going to get Shadow Fiended, Shadow Fiend, like, ulted and Gyrocopter bolted at the same time. Oh, call down. And literally, the guy playing Husk, Tuskar, or Tusk, pull his pull out, and put him under the snowball, avoided every single ultimate ult, and they ended up wiping. I think it was C Deck versus EG, actually. It was one of those games. And it was just the most, I don't know, that was, like, the most epic play I've ever seen. Tusk Snowball, dude. Like, Broken. if you type in, like, Tusk Snowball. Like I didn't know who. Oh, we'll try and find the links, but yeah, I don't see him on here, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, just that. The thing is, you can't like pick out sick plays because the games were all they were all so they were all good, just yeah. so much fun. Yeah, it seems like you got a good mix of like different metas from the past. Right, we had four protect one. We I was, had about, I was death ball say, bullshit. We had yeah, like, we saw rat. <laughs> we saw the return of four protect one, which we haven't seen for a few years. I wouldn't say the return. I would say it. it Basically, only when any was playing. Well, yeah, but well, some shadow feed games. I thought that was, but, that was that was more like by necessity than anything. Yeah. That was like they were playing for shadow fiend, and then the other like Artezi was just so ahead. He was just so strong that they couldn't fight without him, and so it just kind of became that way. Yeah. No, it's good to see the hodgepodge, right? Yes. I mean, we didn't have to... Although we got boring picks, we got variable games. And I think that's, in the end, more important. I mean, I'm would. Lo- i glad we got some niche picks, right? I mean, we saw a Slark in one of the EG... We saw a lot of Silencer. I saw a lot of Silencer. Silencer, some Slark. Silencer, fuck Silencer. Who was some Why of the weird ones? Why do you say fuck Silencer? I just don't... I don't know. I feel like he's he's good anti team fight and team fight is what I like and find fun. So yeah. he's just the guy who's like, I don't want you to have fun. Silence, you know. It's, <laughs> but who who are other like who is one pick that you saw that you didn't expect to see in the main stage? Do you have one? Um, for me, it was Slark. I did not expect really? to see Slark at all. Slark's yeah. a pretty still a pretty he's, he's, he's not, not still really the meta though. It's not meta, but someone something stupid like Naga came out. Wind Ranger. Or not, like, yeah, Medusa. Wind, Wind Ranger yeah, and Medusa. I was more surprised about Medusa than Wind Ranger. Yeah, Medusa I'm fucking like, surprised. Medusa's got fucking no place It's the hardest yeah. carry ever. Yeah, Medusa. Um, but for me, I was the one I was most elated and shocked to see was Wind Ranger. Because I hadn't seen her. I mean, she gets played in every TI, I think. 
And I think actually last we in TI four we had the Aegis, the accidental Aegis deny uh, by Wind Ranger, um, which was really fun. I don't know what team it was. I think it might have been um, it could have been LGD. I don't know, but there was basically they went and they roached, and Wind Ranger let uh, attack clicked on the Aegis completely on accident, like pressed A then clicked the button and just destroyed the Aegis. <laughs> it was just like like completely destroyed, and that was like back when they they had the list of each person. It's like this person got like a oh, got yeah, a prize, totally and it just explodes. Like <laughs> seven hundred people get prizes or something like that because it was so rare. It was awesome, um, but yeah, seeing Wind Ranger and seeing the way Sumail played Wind Ranger was fucking bomb. He was so good. He was he was well, amazing I mean, with Wind Ranger. I may be a noob or something, but I've never seen Blink Wind Ranger before. Me neither. I've always the seen last, I see that a lot actually when I play. That's pretty common actually. That's like common now, but when I started and I played Wind Ranger, she was a support. She was like a support ish, like a P three support. It's because they like changed a P four, a three four support. Yeah, they changed her ult, and so now she's a lot stronger. And so yeah, I mean Wind Ranger mid with Blink and <laughs> so you get well, you get Blink because that thing doesn't fade. It's a buff now, like yeah. your rapid focus, sh- focus fire. So like as long as you're close to the people, they'll die. Yep. So that's why the Blink is there so you can catch up to them. Yeah, so I would say, well, yeah, Wind Ranger was definitely my my pick. I was that I was most surprised by. What about you, Ken? Just there was it Medusa for you, where you were just like, well, I Medusa, can't believe it like, chose what the Medusa. hell? Like a Medusa came out, and that was weird too because I feel like the other player, the other team, feels a weird hero too. Like well, that's for, there's only one Medusa game, I'm sure. It was, like the player that played Medusa, it wasn't. Wasn't that in the grand finals? Wasn't no, that EG? Versus? That was the main. It was a. That was no, it wasn't the main stage. That was EG versus. Uh, What's it called? It was the game they played before Grand Finals, I'm pretty sure. I just feel like... Just was... go go to the games and show the heroes in the bracket thing, dude. Yeah, um, right there. VP versus yeah, Secret. Yeah, VP versus Secret. That's right, Medusa. yeah. And they won that play? game. Was it Luna? No, they lost the Medusa game. Uh, Templar Assassin. They had the TA in that game. Oh. They didn't have any weird ones. No, all... But the TA they was lost. not chosen a lot. They lost the Medusa game. TA was chosen more than Medusa. Chosen Medusa more, <laughs> yeah, they lost that game. Yeah. Honestly, the best game I ever watched though was the game that Zai went mid on Blue Brother. Well, yeah, that that and he literally time. wrecked the game. Fifteen minutes, yes. they ended yep. the game. Yeah, <laughs> he just destroyed that. Like he single handedly just destroyed that. Brood mid, dude. Like you and don't now, expect it, but when it happens, I don't know if you guys have started seeing this, but people are doing the. Uh, you know how it, there was like one of the last games Secret played uh, Puppy when he was on Chen. He bought RTZ and Fear bottles. Yes, or RTZ and yeah. uh, uh, what's his fuck. S4. Oh, in secret. He bought the bottles, and people are like that in pubs now. Like, hey, support, buy me a bottle. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. No, that's not how that works. If you were a pro player, I'd buy you a bottle, but you're less good than And that was a fucking pocket strat. Yeah. Anyways, you don't see, you never Uh, see support. You you could do that just because uh, Puppy needs no farm, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially when he plays Chen. His job is to get creeps. Just to dominate creeps, so. But that was, yeah. There's been a lot of interesting. That's what they say. Is you, I feel like you take any like round in the bracket and just be like, "This interesting thing happened here. This interesting thing happened here." Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just like, "Well, this shit again." So you're all the gyro picks. This was your first TI, Addison. What do you think? I felt like I I couldn't have come in on a stronger note. Yeah, for sure. So at least it was because I've watched the TI four grand finals and I may not like have the right to feel this, but I had a lot of fear we're going to see that shit again. Yeah, well, so did I. That was the, what I've been saying this whole this whole year, was like, if I, I'm afraid we'll see the same 
Like, like bull 20 rush, minute, twenty minute, twenty five minute death ball games, games that we saw before, but we didn't, which was good. Yep. So the same kind of rushdowns. It's interesting watching it like really closely. I'm sure we saw most of the same most of the same picks. You just watched the grand finals from TI4. Did they pick a lot of the same heroes every time, kind of like they did this year? I honestly don't remember. Cause Cause I, I just had it on in the background, and then I I would like look up when I heard the game ending sound and see the timer, and I was like, really, 23 minutes? Like, yeah. What the fuck is this? But, well, we have a, a longer meta in Dota, which is <sighs> thankful, and hopefully it stays that way. I just like see fights. Like I really enjoyed the Chinese teams because they were always fighting. They're just yes. fun to watch. And yeah. Standing the MVP Phoenix was the Korean team, but <laughs> just fight, 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 fight. Like, Spearbreaker was so much fun to watch when Mark played him because he would just go in and it always... He dropped the 17%, man, every I time. I like I would love to play Spearbreaker. He's fun. He's, I don't know. Well, even I played a game the other day where I was Tusk and it was like 25 minutes in the game and the kill, the score was 52 to 49. That's a fucking fighting like, game. We were, so. we were just Murray, and then I was like, this is basically what happened with basically every C deck, every LGD, every like, MVP game. Well, and, and the, the, the Chinese team side, love the fight. It's awesome. And you looked at the secret games where it got to 20 minutes, and it was like 3 to 9. Because they're just like, we're waiting. You can come and fight us, and we'll win. That's why we have 9 kills, and you have 3. Yeah. But oh, we just know what we need to win, and that's a 6 lot on RTZ and a Roche. And then we've got high ground in victory. Yep. So post TI shuffle hasn't started yet. Starts next week for CIS. Yeah, most so. likely. Yeah, so we're going to start seeing. We have until the beginning of September. September 9th is and the then, roster lock date, and they have to lock their roster. So if you change one person on your roster, you can't get into You're TI not, next you can't week. After the TI, yeah. yeah. Even you can't even play in any majors or anything like that. Could you play in majors? Know, You're just not allowed to qualify. I don't know what. I mean, no one knows what the stru- the strictures are. They just know that. The term roster lock and the date, September 9th. So, yeah. what it actually means, who knows? Because, I mean, even like, I, can't you change players in football and shit in the middle of the season if yeah. there's something wrong? I imagine there'd be some provisions for being able to change, but you can't have people like, well, I just want to be on another team. <laughs> you have to have like a solid reason for basically, you can get kicked, but you can't willfully switch to another team okay i would think yeah because i and i'm there'll be teams that'll have a b roster too because like most teams do so i assume teams will draft in some backup players in case something happens to their main players so that they and and i would think who knows though this is just an assumption that valve will say you know you can have a b team and you can have an a team and if something happens to your a team you can you can bring a b team player in but that's it like and that would be fair. Or, or even just having, like, a pool of stand-ins, right? Yeah. It could be something where if Secret doesn't disband, S4 or Zai would go to school, but he would be their sixth, right? Like, yeah. so if, if they stand-in. need to stand in for someone, then he can just do it because he knows how to play. He's in good with the team. Like, he knows the team dynamic and everything. He doesn't got to worry. Yeah. Speaking of S4, he, like... I think you were the one that said it, but I checked it up on that Dota sub where he like, deleted all the secret stuff. Except for apparently it was an accident, air quotes, for the people who can't see my hands. An he accident. accidentally deleted every, all of his secret stuff from Twitter. He came out with a tweet that said, I deleted the secret stuff by accident. Because apparently, I guess it was like a template for his Twitter. Uh-huh. And he, it got changed. Because like, if you look at Artesian's eyes Twitters, they changed their header thing to be this picture. There's They had like a big screen outside of Key Arena mm-hmm. that people could see the games on. And there's a picture of just these two kids, like really young kids on their scooters with their helmets on, just watching the game. <laughs> and so Artesian and Zai have a little background, just, awesome. just two boys trying to play some Dota. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, need that. Yeah, she's going to make herself sick. 
I the thing I really liked about TI overall though was actually the the analysts and the casting. I feel like I really got some good. I really found some good casters that I like. You know, in the Dota scene. So uh, let's talk about the the production value. Did it get any better in the second half of the main event? Uh, Red Eye said, "What the fuck, live?" Did he really? Yeah, during the for the All Star match, like they they came to the analyst desk afterwards, and they're like, "Hey, analyze this." And Red Eye's like, "All right, guys, analyze the 10P game. What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I just I feel like I would like to see less people. More. Right? Like, I want to see Cinderin more. I want to see... I mean, it's just the personalities that I like. Cinderin was just really good. That's the one thing I took away from all. Like, I just really enjoy Cinderin's casting. I feel like if they had the group stage people just be the analyst and the casting the whole time, perfect. It works out. Would have replaced the, like, British dude with Chobro easily. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is have the Chobro, Merlini, Winter, Cinderin couch before group stage and main event. I would like that too. And then just have... I felt like all the new people they would bring in just weren't as polished half the time. Like, they'd bring in guest speakers, like like Swindle came in and just a couple dudes from other teams and they just weren't, like... I just feel like their analysis was never very polished, you know? Or they'd be distracting. Instead of contributing... Like, instead of contributing, he'd be asking questions specifically about them and be like, I don't care about you, you're out of the tournament, I just want to know about the draft coming out. Fuck Swindle. I'm going to hate him forever. Had Jeremy Lin come in. Yeah, and it, I mean, it was, I, I, I don't know. I would prefer not to have just a random rotating lineup of people. Like, I want stable voices, and I want them to be of higher quality people, not just like, you have like two dedicated people who stay at the desk and the host, and then like, Shiver will come in sometimes, or some random player who just lost, and you're like, hey, you want to come talk and be salty on the live TV? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It. I mean, it got... A little bit better, but I I expect better next year. And better to me is less is more. So. No Casey, no Casey. Yeah, that, they need to, they need to cut that shit. It's too bad because I think you can tell Casey's really trying. She just does not fit. She does not. She really not try fit. Should, no, she tries. She I, tries. She I, tries too hard. I linked that like video to you guys. You I did that. not watch it. No. So like actually, so ESPN Sports Center, like which does all the highlights of sports, did a thing with and Casey was being interviewed by like the Sports Center casters, like the hosts. Yeah. And so Sports Center dudes had like no idea what's going on. They're like, so what is you know what is this? Here's pretty good, you know. So Casey was like talking, and she's like, it's like I really don't know what's going on, but like she literally said that on screen. She's like, I'm just like I don't really understand like what's really going on, but I just know it's like this. And you're like, God damn it, Casey. Why did they choose Casey of all people? Because she volunteered. And well, that and she's just like normal. She can speak. Like you don't know, like she did a good job of keeping it really dumbed down. When she was explaining it to the sports center people because the sports center people have no idea. The people who are watching it probably have no idea what esports are. So like, yeah. she did a job of sort of kind of explaining the like I think a explaining the Dota on very 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 general terms, which is hard to do because Dota is an extremely complex game. So to anybody who doesn't, especially if you're not a gamer, like you don't play video games, you're not used to figuring out video games. Dota's fucking hard. But it's, well, it's so like they're showing clips of the game. They're just. Like the biggest thing was like that that kind of was impressive on the sports center thing is they were showing graphics on Sports Center, like the Masters, which is like the biggest golf tournament, the payout was like ten point six million and the winner got like two million. They were showing like the like all these different people, like all these different really big sporting events mm-hmm. and then but then they showed like the international and how it's eighteen point six million price was like bigger than all of those things. It was actually well, really but cool. you don't really see often in sports that structure, right? Where well, it's never crowdfunded. No, 
Well, it's not, not really talking about crowdfunding. Technically, it is crowdfunding because like, it's funded by people. Well, they, well, okay, well no, because they were, well, it was all individual, so they're doing like, um, there was the World Series of Poker, that's what it was, the World Series of Poker winner, they did the Masters Golf Tournament winner, and then they did another really big individual tournament, like a yeah, tennis so tournament. Yeah, so in individual sports, but what I'm saying is there's no like prize pool event in football, is there? Like, you just are a player and get paid, it's not like... We're gonna go to the Super Bowl and win another ten million dollars. Well, no, but like that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's different. Those are league. Those little leagues, and you're, you pay salaries, so that's why the money doesn't matter. But like for the other ones, like yeah, like golf, tennis, like where the there's buy-ins and there's funding for the winners based on how well you do in the tournament. They're matching up. Yeah, okay. Well, well, I'm just, yeah, I was just trying to point out the in team sport because the thing is, Dota is both a team sport, which you don't see prize pools for team sports in other team sports, right? But it has a prize pool, which you see mostly for things single ports. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool that it was yeah. on. It was on ESPN. It's getting there now. Yeah. They just need Cinderin and Chobra to go be the ESPN Sports Center Dota Two <laughs> <laughs> like, like analysts. And... Can you imagine? Like they showed on, they put like they put it on uh, ESPN Three for a week. Next time, a whole main event is showed. The only on they, it was on ESPN Three. It was the whole the whole time. The main the finals were on ESPN Three. Oh, but not the the whole main event. Well, how no. would you do that? There's multiple games going on at the same time. Yeah. I, I guess know, not technically for not the first It was on. Games were streaming But that's ESPN cool that they were on ESPN3. The yeah. thing is, if they were going to do that for ESPN3, they got to get rid of all the stupid fluff shit. Which maybe that would be a good thing. You don't have to have... It wasn't, it wasn't stream like... Anymore. It wasn't stream like Twitch was streaming. It was a constant thing. It just the games popped on. You could see them. Yeah. It popped off. Oh, so you wouldn't sit there and watch a whole game. No, you watch the entire game, but you wouldn't get any. Oh. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, I well, that's what you want. I, I feel like, like the fluff would be better for ESPN three though, because then it gives people a, a, it very quickly gives people a story to follow. No danger, because then you have Casey going to interview cosplayers on live TV, not and that their reputation fluff. Yeah. is ruined. Not farm time. Not S four too. No, that's a different one. But S four was a faceless Marnie. Not that fluff, but the um the fluff about like here's the player, like you know well, no, no, no. when that's I was young I hurt my knee and I and I, <laughs> and and I was she, she sees me, she gives me a call, she's like, I'm so proud of you. RCO, what is this cup in this tournament and I I you know, she'll never understand, but she supports me because I am her son. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time. And the, and the problem, the problem is VP. There was a day when they had like three sets in a row, so you saw it like every, every hour. Every, you see yeah. a fucking video. Where's my knee? So imagine me red eyeing. He's like this. Is Virtus Pro? <laughs> he just has to keep saying over and over I just, again. They, this I is think Virtus if Pro. I have one complaint that like needs to be addressed, it's stop showing those fucking fluff videos. Or, but again, or on ESPN one, three, they would be good. No, but the thing is, if you're watching two consecutive games from the same team on ESPN three, you see the fucking video again. Do a different player next time. Like yeah, they should have. They should have made one for each player. Yes, right. Like one hundred percent. Which would have been probably involved a lot of flying. Right, because right, some like, of these are interviewing people's families and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like they flew like out. Males, they used, like, they flew to Pakistan and shit, and like I don't think his family was in Chicago. Pakistan. They're in America. They all live in Chicago. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're they in showed, America. I thought they showed clips of him in Pakistan. You, I don't think you so. think that was Pakistan. It you looks, think Pakistan looked really good. Like it that? looks real Pakistani to me. <laughs> Maybe that's just Chicago. <laughs> but. Yeah, he lives in America with his family. Yeah, his father lives in Afghanistan or in Pakistan because he's like a. Business like a building development something or other, and he just couldn't find work here, so he lives there and works there now. But, yeah. Hey, father, I made more money than you ever realized. Yeah, Jesus. Might as well stop trying and get yourself. But that, that's kind of the dream because you look at a lot of the like lesser teams that actually made like VP 
you look at FNG's tournament winnings over the total totality of his Dota career, he made more money getting into like seventh place at TI five yeah. than he's made in his entire life. His life. <laughs> like every other Dota winning of his is like his team won thirty five hundred dollars for this tournament. It's like so he got like twelve bucks out of the deal. Yeah. Like, uh yeah, that's I, that's one of the big things about the international that makes it so great, and I also and I think important is that you know top sixteen get paid out. If you're in the top sixteen Five now, it wasn't yeah, like that yeah before. because they have so much money to throw around. But like top sixteen this year got paid out. If you were in the top sixteen, you got fifty grand as a team. So each player got ten thousand dollars. Well, like eight grand. But... Yeah, but that's but like that's enough to to probably sustain another year of Dota. If well, you and dollars. Well, I and the institutions. Give me ten grand. I can make it happen. And the institutions behind them are not just hanging them out to dry. Like they get yeah. sponsorship money, and their organization will pay them something because the organization makes money by them playing and advertising their shit. So, but yeah, it's. I mean, I kind of wish that the lo- I kind of wish it was less top heavy, and they distributed more money around the lower teams because you're. I every team that went to TI. Even if they didn't play great, they still played well, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Except for Fnatic. But that's yeah, the well, fuck Fnatic. <laughs> but that's, that's... No more C teams, please. That's the problem with the Dota versus, say, like, LOL. Like, and LOL, like, everyone, if you're in the league, you get salary. paid. I think you get paid. You get 30 grand. 30 grand. So, it's where it's, Dota's, like, really top-heavy. You basically, like, the international has a huge prize pool, but I think overall, actually, LOL has more prize money throughout the year. Well, it's because they have the... They have a major system, right? Like they have structured tournaments. I'll be interested to see how much. So I'll be actually really interested to see how much money these majors pay out. Yeah, me too. My hope would be that per major, the compendium has a percent. If they're doing compendiums for majors, it would be like a percent for that major. But then there's still a percent for each compendium that goes towards TI that has its own compendium that has a normal twenty five. Yeah. Like the prize pool would be like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! to win TI five and buy a country. You know? yeah. <laughs> God, can you imagine if they had that much? Because that means if you have like, let's say they double the prize pool, that means they, that. that they would have brought in 140 million dollars total sale because only 25 percent goes in. Yeah, right. So this year it was 18 million dollar prize pool. So it was plus like 70 million times sales. three. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of money. Like 70. I don't know million. if we'll get much more than what like, they have. I don't, but there's always so much money to give each year, you know? Like You'll reach a peak where, like, you won't have, and you'll have the people who are going to buy who are going to are gonna buy, and people who aren't, aren't in that. Well, and also, you'll have in all of Right now people. is the peak of Dota's popularity. Like, you wonder in, like, ten years, will like, the proceed may still be gone, but will as many casual people be playing Dota? You never know. Well, Maybe. I mean, growing for now. I mean, I Dota they, actually they said, made, it makes $18 million a month. Really? Yeah. Just from hat sales? Yeah, oh, just, just from transactions, standard, standard transactions, that makes eighteen million a month. I think which that is second behind Hearthstone. I think that as long as the the price pools stay high, even even with like you know the price the the price pool being like five or six million dollars total it's enough. It's I don't think it'll ever enough. go that low, it's but like you wonder if it'll around. ever surpass like twenty. Well, and so I think here's we'll be the thing: is people yeah. the compendiums made fifteen million for TI four. People are like, there's no way we'll beat that this year. And they you, they beat it like three-fourths of the time through the compendium sales. Yeah. And the reason it didn't go up higher is because there's no stretch goals this year beyond $15 million. Well, that's what I'm saying. So. But you wonder, I just, I just, this is the, this is literally like the peak of Dota right now. In terms of like yeah. people playing. 
Yeah, yeah. So you wonder if, like, next... Because, you know, the game is finally out and very big. Like, you wonder if in two years when less people are playing the game. Just because I think... This is naturally games have a... They have a cycle. They have a cycle. Yeah, they have a life cycle. They have a lifespan. And I think I think that in, like, five years, we'll see the prize pool go back down to, like, six to eight million dollars. But, like I said, I don't know if it'll go much lower than that. Because Valve will continue... And unless Valve stops, stops promoting it and putting their own money into it... Um, it will stick around for a long time. Well, it also depends on if they can get the viewership. Because, like, well, if they can get on TV, Dota's here to stay. Like, <laughs> well, because I don't know what the ratings are. But the last year, there the were still more viewers for like the LOL championships than the Dota championships. Yeah. So if they can get more views, you can get more like advertising for TV and stuff, and that help pay for stuff too. Yeah, I well, think. I mean, in the terror world, LOL makes it to TV and Dota does. In which case, I'm just gonna kill everyone who works at Riot. So. <laughs> I think um, that's a promise. If there's big, I've if, actually never watched a LOL game before. Uh, looks just like the normal horseshit you'd expect. Yeah. Take Dota and take Fun because they are two separate things. Dota and Fun. Well, no, it's so you have LOL, right? And it's casually Dota with no fun. There's you are forced to play heroes by the role that the game tells you to play them by, it is a reportable offense to play a support as a carry. You can get reported for that. I, I guess a couple people I know watching this that the LOL championships are pretty good, so I don't know. Like, I, I've never, I've never, I can't really call anything because I've never watched Well, it. here's so I will do this. Look at a specific role. Tell me if you can like put all the heroes up on the wall and tell the difference from their skills. You can't. There's one guy whose stats on a specific skill are better, and he's the only guy of that role that gets picked in, in tournaments. That's how they've, they've homogenized their roles completely. There aren't people who can be who are silencer who can be a 5 or a 1. You're either a 1 or a 5, and everyone who's a 1 has the same exact set of skills. They have a Q mobility skill. They have a stun. They have a, a damage passive and some ultimate that does more damage. And that's it. All of the items are all just every possible combination of stats builds you could possibly make. And so, the, like, I was just reading about this today. You look at law tournaments, and the builds for any given carry are exactly the same, except for when you get your fifth item and sixth item. Whether you get the fifth one first or the sixth one first and swap. Because it, it's so prescribed, there's no creativity to it whatsoever. And yet it's so popular. Because it's easy to consume. Dota is a lot has a lot more going on than LoL does despite yeah. being the same genre of game. So Yeah, Dota is I think a lot more complex, a lot deeper. And it's a lot more challenging in the the learning curve is hit LOL. like what the fuck? There's no last hits in LoL. There's no denying actually. No say. denies. Yeah, I was going to say there's so, last hits. sorry, the other half of last hits yeah. it just doesn't exist there. Something that adds There's also no death. If you die, you don't lose any gold. So yeah, there's no penalty for dying. No bank loss for dying. Yeah, you didn't know that. What the fuck? <laughs> his face. His face. His eyes got so wide. Free, and you just turned your head to like a 45 degree angle. Yeah, you start with a TP scroll. Well, it, it's like a charm that allows you to TP every 60 seconds. You have a, it's like every two minutes you can automatically TP back here. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. I can't fucking believe that. That's like worse than Heroes of the Storm. A big difference in Law 2 is that you. Like spells are spammable, like early. So whereas Dota, like very few spells are spammable, like yeah. consistently. So like, but they have in Dota they have higher impact, but you can use them less. Whereas in LoL, they're like very much like just press the button a bunch of times. Basically. You you want to spam your skills in the lane, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any hero can jungle. Well, they have jungle. It's just a prescribed role that you play. Right. You have 
one support, and then you have your jungler. Yeah, it's bad. It's hard. And, but and like I said, it's easy to consume. It looks like a kid's game. You look at it, and well, that's visually, it's childish. That's my biggest... That was my biggest problem with it before I knew anything about it, is it's literally just fucking the Disney version of Dota. Nothing looks good in that game, or yeah. cool. And those are two separate things, and they both need to be there to capture my attention. I, I'm not there I remember is. playing LoL a few years ago. I was like, I'll try this League of Legends thing. Downloaded the client, and I got it, and I was like, they're like, great. Here are the free heroes this week. You can play these heroes. Yeah, the free heroes this week. Yeah, and I you was like... You want to buy one? Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll play this game. And I was like, this fucking sucks. This is lame. Like, not excited. And I don't yeah, remember. Where's the fun? Yeah, I don't remember what got me into Dota. I we all played Dota. Like we played various incarnations of Dota. And I remember that it hit it hit beta, and I was like, I just want to like try to learn this game because I've been through StarCraft. And once I once I really got into competitive StarCraft, I got into competitive gaming in general. So I looked at Dota, and I was like. There is a lot to learn here, and I want to learn it. And so I like read the Welcome to Dota, You Suck Guide, and I like just started playing. And then I fell off for a while while Ken, who had not played for a well, few no, years. Well, no, what was so funny was like, Steve's like, oh, I'm playing Dota. I was like, Dota. I was like, he was. He was like, Dota's <laughs> lame. It's just not fun anymore. Well, I played Dota in Warcraft 3, like a lot. But I, when Warcraft 3 was yeah. the, the I remember when we all so used to play. I played a lot of Dota, and then, but then obviously just got tired of it, and then I was like... I Man, I was like, Dota's, I was like, Dota's fun, but like, I just get bored really easily. And I now I play Dota two all the time. Yeah, so it's clearly, the game. Like, you went and picked it up. You like picked it up the like that that night. You're like, I think I'll try it, and you've been playing it ever since yeah. for like three years. Well, the biggest thing is a lot of people that I knew were playing Dota too. I found yeah. out like Caleb and Ramen and Harsh, they're all playing. So I was like, okay, I got people to play with. And then once that happened, I started playing. I was like, oh, this is really fun. And then I just like couldn't stop. Yeah, God, I remember my first my first Dota game. I picked AM. <laughs> it was bad it was really I got raged on really hard and then I started and then after that I started playing with you and Caleb and I've played support ever since and I am just now starting to move into core roles and I still don't play carries I play carries sometimes but now that you play P5 all the time been fucking when I we played like all random because Ken was in low prio for something <laughs> sure. and I got random fucking faceless void I was like alright whatever <laughs> yeah I um, um yeah, I, I, I picked anti Well, that's what's good about, like, pick. the game so is that I feel like, I don't know, like, support is not something to be, like, looked down upon. Well, everything but people who play support would tell you otherwise, unfortunately. The, the thing no, is, you watch the best role but in you the watch, game. But you the watch, most important role. You're right. You watch the, the pro games and you realize how important the supports are. Like, especially when they're making, like, pro plays. Like, the supports are really important. And it, it, and there are, this I think it's the hardest role to play. Letting carry is the easiest. That's out, why I honestly. like playing it. It's a challenge. Carry, well, like carry, you just be good at farming, which is a skill in itself. But that's like all you need to do is just be good at farming, you know. Whereas, like with support, there's just not feeding as a support. Like, it is really people, hard. People yeah. understand harder than not to beat us. My goal recently has been not to die in the first ten minutes of a game because I—that's <laughs> kind of a so, dream. It's but. so easy to die as a support, but I like I play I like playing support. It's weird because. Like, everyone in Dota, like, they go in, like, 90% of the population goes in, they're like, I'm going to play carry. And so you, like, all go into a pub, and it's four carries, and then me playing Lion, and I'm like, and every, it's so funny, because I go in, and I'm like, all right, guys, hard support, and they're like, you're the best. Yeah, everyone, know? like, I know everyone's like, with that view. Yeah, they're like, you are awesome, because they don't want to do it, but no one else will. Like, I go in, and I'm like, there is always a place for me. Well, I, I don't know. My experience is generally half and half. Like, I will have half the time where I'm like... <laughs> Because all, all I say most of the time I start a game is, I'll buy in the career. And people are just like, 
my fucking man. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a, I don't know. I like do, doing that stuff, but then roughly half the time, if I lo- if we lose, support didn't buy enough wards. What? They blame you. How many fucking cooldowns did I ping you when you asked for wards because I bought them already and used them? You jit, you fucking asshole. Like, I don't know. It's There's people who... There's the people who refer to a support as a support, and then there's the people who refer to support as word bitch. A slave? Yeah. Word bitch. Yeah, and I'm just... The well, moment I, I see that word, that term come out, I'm like, alright, I'm carrying now. See ya. Like, I'm not I'm not going to play with you as a support if you're going to denigrate my role, that I am sacrificing my fun for you. But you but get I'll, fun but, but by their sac- success. Are you really sacrificing your fun? I am, because, because they're not going to be good enough to carry half well, the time. I mean, there's that. The I'm saying, but do you not win. enjoy the actual, like... Play? I enjoy the support... The, but I enjoy it a trillion times more when I'm playing with people who can take advantage of the support I give, right? Yeah. When I can stun someone and you go in and destroy them, right? We've just made a combo and it works. Half the time when I'm playing in a pub, I'll be Witch Doctor and there's just a dude and one enemy creep. And I'm like, he's dead if this dude will just run up. And I'll throw my cast and it's like, see ya, jungling. And I'm just like, what the fuck, you idiot? Like, I just set this up for you. Yeah, I... um. I, I like like when I play support. It's just Dagon's great to know that was when I played Coraline. Yeah, that was an asshole move. I, was, I, was, I, I don't even know Coraline even gets Dagon. It's supposed to be double nukes, bro. Come it's on. always dagger first, yeah, and then you build dagger because then you're just like, by the way, <laughs> just everything you got. But I, for me, I like to win. Like that's my thing. Is I, I, for me, winning is fun. So I like playing support because usually if I play support, my team is a lot more likely to win. Because if I don't play support, no one else is going to play you mean support. Having five carries isn't the recipe for success. No, uh, it's that one game where we got raped when we were playing. Well, yeah, that's because we fed them too much. Those Spectre AM game and they beat us. I can't yeah. believe that. Well, it's because our AM was not great. I no, think. they had AM. Oh, they had AM. Yeah. You had Spectre, Ken. You no, failed us. They had Spectre, they had Spectre too. Spectre what the fuck? They, that was when the Spectre Illusions would three shot me as Crystal Maiden. Remember? Oh <laughs> like, yeah. We'd be in the back like I I was waiting Ember for him. Yeah, that's when you were. That's your first game you played as Ember that day. But Ember's or I'm not Ember. Uh, Crystal Maiden is so is so squishy. Even late game, like I was playing well, a game where we were just like defending on the high ground over and over. I think I was playing with you, and I would just go in and I would just murder CM over and over again because she was so easy to kill. Well, that's one reason why like supports get mech. Yeah, and increases their tankiness like three times as much because it gives them a ton of armor. But mech only gives you armor when you use mech. No, the base mech has armor on it because oh, the shield. Right. You buy the shield. It's the, the I'm, I'm confusing the uh, what's it called? The aura, like the only headdress, gives yeah. for regen. Right. But whereas the greaves aura gives you armor in addition to the four HP regen. But the mech layer itself just gets the armor because it's the headdress plus the buckler. It has five eight yeah. armor on it already. Yeah. So. Yeah. We, so, the three of us, I mean, we can win games. We know we can win games. We can we if we don't have hardcore Peruvians who fuck things up too too much for us. Eh, I mean, generally speaking, we can go in and if we play together, we'll win games. But sometimes it's just not you. <laughs> well, there's nothing you I can mean, do if, if it's, about Peru. Yeah, nothing you can do about Peru. I, I think my favorite game we played that day was when we had the Bloodseeker and the Tusk. Because they were talking the whole time and it was funny. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I just like that game when they were talking all that shit to us. The other the, game? The Tusk Techies game. My favorite? They were talking so much shit. Like, what that was, was so, so funny. Oh, 
easy, like easy. Yeah, well, well like I, pre- I was like, I predict just to win. The guy's like, by prediction, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then like you know he fucking like Tusk Techie suicided us, and he was like, oh why? And then I was like, God, and I turned to Ken. I turned to Ken, and I'm like, you better fucking rape these assholes, Ken. And then I was like, support. And then we fucking destroyed them. It was oh awesome. My God. It was so good at the end. We talked so and we talked so much shit. shit Get hit, dude. Yeah. So those and those kinds of players tend to be. I try not to be that way. I can get salty for sure. But like the thing is, those, whenever I those see players you get salty, to, is re- reaction salt to someone else yeah. being a dick, like that axe was. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, man, you guys are so fucking bad. <sighs> that guy was an asshole. <laughs> oh man. But like I've, I like I I those p- kinds of players tend to be they swing like they'll get really pissed if they're winning they'll be super 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 happy and if they even start losing a little bit they just swing the other way and go on full tilt and it's uh, it's i mean a little known fact 90 percent of dota 2 players are completely bipolar so i, <laughs> Dude, I hate the people that are like gg after like I hate those people. I fucking hate them. It's like, all right, thanks for going on tilt when I'm still trying to win, you fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like, I I will fight until the throne collapses, pretty much. Like, <laughs> unless, like, if my whole team gives up, then I'll, like, GG out or whatever. But for the most part, I'll, I'll go until the throne collapses. Sometimes it's not a winnable situation, and then I just try to, like, learn from it about, like, like, I just practice my farming until we die or whatever. But there are some people who it's, like, 15 minutes in, and you're down, like, 11 4, and they're like, GG, game's over. And it's yeah. like, no. My carry's doing shit. No, that's, no, when, that's, when, that's when you sell all your items. You get 58 tangos, and you go to the side, go through the tree line, it's out of sight, and go into enemy's base and dance. Can you do that? <laughs> that's a thing. Or you, yeah. just, you just split tangos and make a tango trail all the way up mid to the base to, like, breadcrumbs, lure them into a trap. <laughs> there was uh, that game where those people were talking all their shit. The Lena sold all of her items. Do you remember that? The guy was like, Lena sold all her items, just end it. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> what a salty bitch. You guys so are winning too. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> maybe you win. You and know? <laughs> there was a game too where people, where, where people were beating us and then they started getting salty when we made a comeback and they just gave up. It was like an undying or something. And he was just like, Oh, GG, my team's fucking terrible, whatever, just finish it. I and it was because the they gave blame. up. I like, love the fucking team. And it happens it's every so time. Every time someone blames their team, like, Oh, my team sucks. Yeah, it's bad. not no. possibly because I have I'm like zero and twelve with one GPM. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, not me. Yeah, Couldn't it's possibly be me. me. It's just my team. They made me buy the Mac. I was trying to be carrying by. All right. So uh, overall, this TI this TI probably my favorite so far. I think well, I'm the best. To see the major system. Yeah, I'm excited for the major system. I hope that we see the first major in the next few months because I want to get back to watching Dota and talking about it with you guys and everything. Um, and I can't wait for TI next year. And we'll continue to keep playing Dota, I think, between now and then. Just get easy better. Easy Dota, easy life. Yeah. Easy Dota, easy life. When Asking gets ranked, we can be like a pro. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, in like another 50,000 games <laughs> when you're able to get to level 13. But I think it'd be so. cool if you just got like Kalo and like say like Ramen and we have a five stack. I want a team. We should, I want to start a team. That's every week fun. play for a couple games of a five stack. And then we end our tournament. And if we had like enough. If you play enough, you kind of get a good idea of how everyone plays, and just I just play support. That's all I need to do. Uh, yeah, which I lets buy me some play wards. Court. I throw a, an alt every now and then, and then that's it. <laughs> you got your two supports. You can be three core. Addis, or uh, three's mm, off lane, off lane, and then um, Ramen will be two, and Kale will be one. 
Or Kale will be mid. So he might be two. I don't know. It could be whatever. You got you and Raman and Caleb would play carries. And then that's, I would, of course. Be yeah, yeah, you'd be the hard the hardcores. And I'd be like I'd be Zoom. Raman actually likes playing hard support a lot of time. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Well, that no. sucks for him, doesn't it? That's my you. shit, son. Is his necro ne- his necro is a core? Yeah, I was gonna say, and his necro is like top. <laughs> he 10% plays like winter waivers. He plays bounty. Oh god, under Yeah. So, all right. Well, that includes our three weeks of TI coverage, and we will be doing it again next year for sure. So uh, that's sack up for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Madison. I'm Ken. I like to play the Dota. <laughs>